All right, we're running. Hi, welcome. Welcome to the Frido Show. Welcome, Samoa Remy. Thank you so much, Frido. Do, do you speak it out French, like Remy, or uh, how, how do you pronounce it? Uh, my second name, uh, well, it's French, but uh, I'm not from the spe- French-speaking side of Switzerland, so yeah. you just say Remy. Remy, yeah. yeah. Remy. yeah so not, not, not completely French, yeah. Are you from the Italian side or from the... I'm from the Italian-speaking side, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's so. the smallest part, right? Uh, no, there is one which is even smaller. It's the fourth one. We have four oh, yeah, uh, nat- yeah. national language in Switzerland. The fourth one is the Retromanche, and it's a very old language, which is a kind of Latin uh, language. Oh wow! Yeah. And the one who comes from there, which are, it means one percent of uh, Switzerland, which is uh, around uh, probably one percent of uh, how many are we? Seven million. Seven, maybe? So seven hundred thousand. Yeah. Something. No, no, seventy thousand. Seventy thousand. Yeah. 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 Um, so they are very good in languages today. Yeah. Before they were just speaking their language. They but just now, nowadays they really uh, like. <laughs> yeah, it's harder to get away with uh, sticking to your language nowadays. Yeah, it, it is. So. Especially yeah. if just one percent of a uh, person in the world speaks yeah. this language, yeah. it must be very special. In a valley in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah just one valley. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you grew up on the Italian side? Yes, just yeah. just beside the border. So in my village where I was growing up, like yeah. 3,000 people, and there was the border towards Italy. Yeah. But, uh, nice. So it's just a f- few minutes from Como. Yeah. But still it's a completely different... Uh, yeah, so you're in Switzerland, you're in Switzerland, you're not in Italy. In yeah. a way, yes. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, in Switzerland, it's a very fragmented culture, mm. so it it comes see you can see a lot of difference between uh, the German uh, yeah. speaking side of Switzerland and the Italian and the yeah. and the French. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm most familiar with the German speaking side. I, I used to live at uh, Bodensee. Oh yes, yes. So on the, on the German side, so so we looked at the Alps from that side. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, do you miss the Alps? Uh, well, I, I miss the feeling. <laughs> I miss the feeling to go upwards. Yeah, uh, like steeply upwards. Yeah, steeply yeah. upwards. Yeah. Because uh, when I was a child, I was uh, living in this oh. village, which was really at the beginning of a valley. Yeah. So it was very uh, um, steep. Yeah. And uh, when I was coming home from school, I had this uh, uh, very strong feeling of fighting to go upwards. Yeah, to go up. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I like it. Yeah. So uh, this is part of me, and uh, I yeah, also going upwards into the mountain with my parents. Uh, yeah, I miss it. Um, yeah. Not so good in going for walk here in Norway. I should do more. Yeah. but it's and it's. I feel it's completely different. It's less. Uh, I mean, there's absolutely dramatic parts, but around here it's less dramatic. So it's not. If you're used to the Alps, I think the Alps are are nicer. Don't don't tell anyone. Okay? <laughs> they are probably more dramatic. Yeah. Dramatic, yeah. That is, but uh, here you have the, the difference here is that you can easily be in the nature without uh, anybody else. Yeah. In Switzerland, uh, I think harder. nowadays it's more hard. Yeah. When I was child, then in probably it was more easy, but now yeah. it's. So that's yeah. yeah, because there's a lot of through traffic and there's a lot of tourism and there's a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I feel that a bit everywhere, kind of you're, even in Norway, you feel that. It's not so isolated as as uh, I imagined it to be. I remember reading a book uh, when I was a when I was a school kid about uh, it's called uh, never 
sleep again or something. It's about this expedition to Norway where they were, you know, in this endless nowhere land, you know, attacked by mosquitoes. And, yes, yes. and uh, I haven't encountered it that much. Even though in the mountains you can go for walks and stuff like that, but this this loneliness, I think you have to really go up further north. I think so, yeah. yeah. I, when I came here in 97, I was up in, uh, I think it's called Rondane. Mm-hmm. And there it was quite uh, desert and uh, probably I was lucky, I don't know what yeah. it was like, but uh, yeah. I was having this feeling of, uh, well, you can encounter also in Switzerland, even in, I mean, in my canton in Ticino. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of places where uh, quite nobody is, is yes. there, so you, I think it's a very nice feeling, even though it's uh, still romantic, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I am in a way a bit romantic. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And of course, it has informed your art practice. Where did you study, by the way, in Switzerland? In uh, no, I didn't. I I came in in, in Geneva, which was uh, at that time, and I guess today was a much better academy than the one I I want. Yeah. But I decided that I wanted to go out of the secure Switzerland yes. <laughs> at that time because yes. I was uh, quite. Uh, yeah, this amount of rebellion, so I wanted to go to Italy, <laughs> and oh, yeah. I was of course young, so yeah. So I went to Firenze, and yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the Academy in Firenze is what it is, but... Um, yeah, I don't what, know what it is. Yeah, it's very chaotic, and uh, all the Academy in Italy, they are very decadent in a way in the structure, yeah. and they have been fighting uh, for years to change the system, which has, is still divided in four very... Uh, not up-to-date uh, yeah, sections, in yeah. a way. They yeah. have, uh, still a decoration as one of the decoration, painting, sculpture and scenography. Yeah. That are the four uh, divisions of uh, Academy in, in Italy. Huh. But still what was incredible good, which even nowadays I would think it was uh, really enriching me enormously, was the, the, the apparatus of uh, the, the professor which has to do with uh, the theoretical uh, yeah. uh, teaching. They were extremely good. Wow. They were really so um, knowledgeful and uh, I mean this knowledge is I'm using it today yeah. in my <laughs> maybe, maybe you, you have an example of, of like a specific thing that kind of you you that that kind of grabbed you in that uh, theory? Yeah that's interesting. Yeah I think, I mean, uh, we had a professor in uh, art history, uh, Dario Evola, which was from Sicily, and he was very, he was very keen about uh, transdisciplinary. He, he was uh, coming from uh, the theater world, yeah. but he was uh, spacing in all kind of knowledge, and uh, and he, he was always constructing his lecture like a kind of, uh, he called it Ulisse travel. <laughs> Ulisse, like in the Odyssey, so yeah. he was kind of uh, like a tra- travel kind of around, and through. she was very much uh, uh, like a word today. In a way, it <clears throat> was made of analogy, yeah. and he had. Uh, I mean, he could jump from one uh, one thing to the other without uh, and just improvising. Yeah, and he was really yeah, it was a good, uh, very good teacher. And then I have had another teacher which was incredibly good. Uh, which was an ethnomusicologist, and yeah. uh, this uh, this um, knowledge I'm incorporating in my uh, yeah, research perfect, today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he's one of probably the most knowledgeable person I know. 
and uh, not just this, but he, he was incredibly humble and uh, incredible. Uh, he's still <laughs> incredibly yeah. humble and uh, and they had a humor like nobody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was really, really very nice. And uh, I've, I know very little of the Italian uh, academy system. And, uh, um, but was it a big school or was it a small school? No, it was a small school compared to Kyu today, the yeah. Oslo Academy of the Arts. Yeah. Uh, because, it, well, I mean, at that time also the academy in, in if you think about Kunstakademi in yeah. at that time in uh, Oslo was also small. Yeah, so it was, so it was about way, 400 students or something. Probably more because it, it was a bit too many students in a in a every class. Yeah. So it was everywhere. <laughs> Uh, and it was, I mean, there was very schizophrenic, uh, in a way, uh, uh, presence, like uh, you had still this very old uh, uh, teacher which wanted you to learn to, to draw from the, yeah. <laughs> from the Renaissance uh, yeah, time, yeah. like this. And uh, uh, the problem in, in, in uh, I guess, in Italy is the hierarchical way of looking at yeah. teaching. Which I found uh, was uh, the opposite when I came to, to Norway. Yeah. Because at that time it was even better than how it is yeah. today. Because uh, no, I, I recognize that in the Netherlands it's quite similar to Norway. There you mm -hmm. where you're quite free to kind of maneuver how you want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Germany is a bit more, a bit more hierarchical also, but in a completely different flavor than Italy, I would say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Italy misses a bit this. But this teacher, I was telling you, they were, of course, not. I mean, they were yeah. an incredibly intelligent person. But they're like the, the professor in, uh, in painting or uh, like this. I mean, they are, they are there. They have a mandate, which is mandate, you say? Yeah, English? it could, could um, be, yeah, yeah, but you have a mandate. Mandate, which is it. too long. Yeah. So then they don't renew them themselves and they are not actually. No, they. I would not call them for an artist which can inspire. Yeah. <laughs> But that's, so, uh, that's always a challenge with these teaching positions because some, some teachers can teach all their life and still be inspired and still be kind of, and some just lose the, the edge and then yeah. slip into this comfortable position. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, uh, but it, I think it's also a good, good thing to experience when you start out at, you know, kind of, because that also informs you what it takes to make it or what it takes to, to you know, be an artist. Or, keep producing and, and yeah and, and how quickly you can also lose your spark yeah, yeah it, it's very personal I think because uh, you have to have the room to to, mm. to think to reflect to lose time in a way and mm. all this uh, so mm. somebody uh, yeah it depends how, how we are built up as a person and as mm. an artist I guess yeah. but that said I mean at that the time I had in Firenze was giving me enormously much. Yeah. Uh, not so much because I was, I mean, I was not, uh, I was working uh, very much, but I was not producing something which I find uh, so significant today. Yeah. Or, uh, but uh, I was what, what were you working on at the time? Mostly drawing and uh, printmaking, very drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Printmaking and drawing and uh, that, that was, uh, yeah, I was drawing enormously much. I was Every day I was uh, going to the, <laughs> it was a very classical way of doing it, I was going to the train station and just drawing people, yeah. drawing movement, drawing, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just 
whatever, whatever. And then I everything. I mean, I was doing everything. But uh, what I was doing mostly was uh, contemplating and uh, looking at artworks. And uh, uh, I think many of the influence I have mm. uh, still uh, and still there. Uh, yeah, if are, they come from this time. I mean, like Piero della Francesca and Giotto. I, yeah. It's I've been. I was. Churches or a museum or whatever, they and uh, looking for this, and then not just I was also, of course, uh, aware about uh, the, the yeah, that I, I was already you now we're starting uh, my my reflection around the fact that uh, the, 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 the art history is built up in a uh, um, European centered uh, mm. yeah. Way, so I, I was also in, very interested in other other kind of yeah. forms. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But this this reflective side. Yeah, I, I you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I do really recognize that still in your in your practice or in your being, kind of that you you research a lot, you think a lot, you before you you make work. Is that correct? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am a quiet. I have a quiet. Very, I would say like silent uh, process, but yeah. it's actually a lot is uh, happening. Yeah. Nothing is visible, or it's a lot. I mean, I am doing so. It, it's vi not visible in the in the sense that I don't uh, probably show this part of my project. Yeah. Um, but I I think it's building all the layers which uh, which take to the final uh, project. Final works. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, so we were Italy and then uh, drawing. And you still, you, know, you showed me a couple of drawings last time I was here. And, and so you still draw like on a, on a daily basis or? or I, yeah, I do. I yeah. do. Every, yeah. every day actually, if I manage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I personally, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I draw like in bursts here and there, but I'm not a consequent drawer. Yeah, I think drawing is the actually is the way of being in contact with my art which uh, permit me mostly to <coughs> to take time mm -hmm. and to be into the project. So so I, I change comp my mind is changing completely when I'm in, in front in a, of a piece of paper with a a, pen, um, a pencil, pencil in my yeah. hand mm -hmm. and of course I guess for many but for me it's really drastic uh, and uh, compared to the fact to be in front of a computer yeah. even though if I would I mean of course I mean I am also concentrated if I am looking um, there is also a kind of uh, contemplation when I am for, for instance uh, yesterday I was looking at some video documentation yeah. I was doing and uh, but it's, like it's maybe not that same bodily concentration. It's not the body, yeah, that's yeah. the point, yeah. Yeah, well that's an important part, yeah, this, this flow state or this intense focus where you, where you can actually be free in a way in, that is, with your mind. Yes, because then the mind, I feel even muscular. I feel, um, I guess, uh, I guess people who are doing meditation, they are aware of these things, mm. but uh, there are some muscle which just uh, Instantly relax, in yeah. the, especially on my uh, uh, like the temples. Yes, because uh, I think you think, but in another way. Yeah. You don't constrict the the, the thought. Yeah. It's just uh, that. Yeah, you uh, don't. You don't have. Yeah, and also because your hand is moving, you can't use all your kind of brain power to 
uh, I say, analyze or to to uh, distract your mind yeah, from from. I often feel that <laughs> you know making art is, has mostly to do with get eliminating as much as distractions uh, <laughs> to let kind of just fall through or the kind of the, the, the motion through. Yeah, that, that, that if you if we manage to get in that state, that the most interesting thing. That's that's interesting uh, that you say. Yeah, I mean, actually, I build up so much distraction in the process in the beginning because I am, I think I'm very um, how do you say, um, how do you say when uh, goloso in Italian you say. That's one language I don't speak much. <laughs> there are many languages which are passing my mind, so I'm yeah. really... Uh, sometimes it's French, sometimes it's Italian, sometimes it's Norwegian. Uh, moms when you want to eat a lot. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Uh, so, I'm very eager, I mean, I, at the beginning... Yeah, not not I, I'm hungry, but... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I think... To be, I mean, the material I assimilate is uh, it's enormous, and mm. uh, I don't even manage to to see. I don't see anything actually. Mm. I'm completely blind at the beginning and I Yeah, you just open up the floodgates and take as much in and then Yeah, you can things. see I mean I I am collecting like now it's just a part here uh, the other part there and there you have uh, I have like a thousand and thousand pictures and uh, yeah. and uh, it's and then I there, there are the interviews and then uh, um, the collection of uh, information from CERN. I mean, it's a lot mm. of material, and that at one point you don't really see what you are uh, doing. But what are but then what are it's the like this? Uh, pr I call it pruning. Uh, uh, pruning yeah, pruning. Yeah. yeah. But what what are? Because you probably recognized in your practice um, certain themes or certain aesthetics that come back again and again. Could you name a couple? Oh. Don't all you don't have to call them, but um, just uh, just to take out a couple of them. I think, I mean, th there is always a counterbalance. I often uh, work with a subject with. I mean, I'm never satisfied in in choosing one issues, but uh, there is always subject which in a way make a kind of counterbalance. Mm -hmm. on but but even before that, when you when you pick pick the different elements mm. for the for the. Well, well, I. Often, so often I get, I get. I mean, I have to to get many a lot of material before I choose something. So I'm not mm -hmm. actually choosing it. It's it's by uh, missing uh, missing time and looking at a lot of pictures from different books uh, mm -hmm. from material academic material which I go to yeah. search in library. At one point, there is something which is really uh, stroking me. Yeah. And uh, so it's not like I. Well, there, there have been like uh, exhibition where I've been choosing uh, the topic before, but this was a, a special because I was asked. Yeah, it was yeah. uh, was asked to do uh, artwork uh, yeah. in a oh, exhibition that, uh, called uh, Colony Collapse Disorder, yeah. and this had, of course, with a, a topic which I've been very engaged because yeah. of, um, because of my <laughs> choice in life. I've been. Yeah. I mean, I've been uh, vegan uh, uh, more than 20 years and uh, very engaged in the, in the media yeah. um, the questions. So, so, so then I, I, I choose to, to find material of, uh, I mean, of um, 
pictures of in the old uh, book which has to do with the use of uh, chemicals in uh, ag agriculture yeah. and it is uh, in less on uh, vegetables and fruits yeah. and uh, parasite and uh, and then at one point I, I found a wonderful book from the 1800 uh, which was uh, showing uh, incredible nice uh, pictures of potatoes which was a kind of a um, how do you say, um, an amorphic, no, uh, when it's uh, like a um, anthropomorphic. Yeah. Uh, and then this was guiding me towards the fact that they was were very similar to um, meteorite. Mm -hmm. so that, 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 I mean, it's a, it's a travel, right? it's yeah. not that I yeah. decided. Oh, that's what I'm that, trying to, 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 to grab a bit, kind of how that travel goes, because on your travel, like in my own practice, I recognize like I have this this period where where I dive into geometry quite a bit, or mm -hmm. there's a period where I I look into uh, certain types of structures, or sometimes I'm I'm more into maybe just colors or something. You know, yeah. so, and and I've found they come almost cyclical. Yes. Back in the back, and so I was I was just wondering if if there's like a couple of them you recognize to kind of you know when you go searching. Because you're gonna pick out something and you're gonna leave out others. What, what, you know, what is so before, you know, in that assembly phase or in this collecting mm. phase, what, what is it you collect? Maybe that's a better question. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Well, I, I wrote something which I think is still very. Uh, um, yeah, please read it. Yeah, very. Um, yeah, so I still believe on this, and so I will read it. I've tried. To, I mean, I tried to create a whole that instills a subtle upheaval of the order and control generally created by the human being. So I think I think I'm interested in in um, exploring the way human being uh, um, create kind of controls and create kind of uh, control control structure. Mm -hmm. and that's probably also I mean the two thematic I choose for uh, I chose for uh, the. This is also where because you, you worked uh, you worked in CERN yeah. at the, the you know where the the, the particle colliders which is you know, you know the ultimate <laughs> ultimate control mechanism to kind of control particles you know, yes. to that that level yeah. is that I wanted to come there yeah. yes I think it, there are two topic main topics of my research which has to do with the subatomic particle. Um, research at uh, especially at CERN mm -hmm. and then on the other side you have the research of a ethnomusicologist which uh, is called uh, Mari Schneider which uh, what what does that mean it in, means uh, that is an ethnologue and a musicolo musicologue is in uh, no wait, let me see is it right in english it's let, it's easier for me to write in ethnology and ethnology and musicology so it means that it study ethnology through the musical aspect of a society yeah. and uh, he was especially interested in the um, cosmogony that means the construction of a um, um, the construction that the old society had of, uh, of uh, the creation the, yeah. in the, the beginning of the, the universe the and the world. Yeah. Yeah. So they had different way of, of uh, myth or uh, storytelling around this. Yeah. So they are, these two topics, are um, they have 
in common the fact that they have the same starting point. Yeah. But they, of course, they are uh, developing in a they diverge in completely different convert, ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. diverging way. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have many interests in sun, but one of the things I have, I have um, understood the last time when I was there and I was doing like. Uh, oh, when was this? this it was, was in uh, just right before uh, Corona time was yeah, starting, so, yeah, so yeah, I was so lucky. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have the possibility to. I was uh, artist in residence, yeah. uh, resident at sun. Uh, and it was incredibly intense and wonderful. So, but, um, it's a wonderful project, uh, the, mm. the, this arts at San. But what I was doing, I was doing a lot of things, but and among these, I was taking uh, 12 interviews yeah. with some of I mean, the more prominent uh, physicists. And, yeah. and, uh, which All are, these scientists who were hanging yeah, out there. Yeah, which are extremely, yeah. <laughs> extremely generous. And, uh, um, yeah, and one thing I understood is, I mean, the essence of uh, physics is actually, actually a s simplification of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, they have the standard model, mm -hmm. and the standard model, as M model aims to have a, a very clear structure and not too many elements. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the aim. I mean, it's the opposite of. Uh, Botany, yeah. the where you have a, you have a really a diverse, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> mm. And that's a, a kind of uh, it's controlling the system in a way. Mm. Uh, it's fascinating. I mean, it's it's a very simple, simplified way of uh, telling things. But uh, but um, yeah, and then on the other side, you have a um, more symbolical um, way of uh, visualizing the. The unknown, because in yeah. the end we are we are talking about something which is not visible, which yeah. is invisible, which is uh, impossible uh, even for scientists to. Uh, That's prove. what they're grappling with, yeah, or because trying they are to find building out, yeah. up yeah. A, a theory which are marvelous about the beginning, and they yeah. are uh, searching, and of course, but it's uh, something they can't, can't prove. At least all the mathematical uh, um, equations. Uh, yes, they mm. are not. Um, not they're not uh, no. solid enough, probably. Or no, well, yes, they are solid, but they are not. Uh, you can't prove that it was really like this. No. So. No. <laughs> you can yeah. prove uh, that the matter has, has most probably has developed like that. In, yeah. Like yeah. this, yes. Then mm. I mean, when you when they found, um, I mean, they found, found all the time. You, I mean, when they found the X uh, boson or. Yeah. I mean, they can find out about the structure of matter, but still there are there are enough questions are a lot open. Of, yeah, yeah, there yeah. are a lot of questions which yeah. are not open. I mean, one of the most uh, most uh, what do you call uh, um, like, visionary theory nowadays, probably the string theory. Yeah, and um, that is very difficult to prove uh, mm. this theory, but it's very fascinating. Mm. You know? Think that, uh, yeah, I'm super fascinated how we like like one of my main things. Um, I really don't understand how and why we build the structures we build. You know, like, why <laughs> we, need we, them. <laughs> we need we, them. We need them, but but that doesn't mean that they have to be like this. They could have been like you know like a building. Uh, doesn't need to be square. That's why true. did we choose the square? That's a very good you know? <clears throat> example. Uh, uh, we wouldn't. You know, we could have had like. A lot of really tiny places, or we could have just one really big one, or you know, or we could have 
uh, uh, been outside in summer and been inside inside in winter. We could have. We could have chosen a lot of other realities, yeah. but we choose this one. Yes, it's true. Yeah. And we, I mean, I, I, we choose it now. And uh, Like every second. But like, if you yeah. think about the, how the building were before, they were round. Some of them were, and some the of them most, weren't. The most, um, yeah. And, uh, I mean, the, the, I'm thinking about the... the um, uh, uh, what do you call them? Yeah, the, the, the huts and, and, and the yurts and the... Uh, more uh, primitive architecture, yeah, yeah. what do you yeah. call it? It's not primitive, but... Uh, but even those were sometimes uh, not even round. Uh, well, yes, probably. So they can that's true, if you, so think about, there, there, if you think about uh, the construction in Mali, yeah. and that's true. Yeah. There's <laughs> always true. been variation, but still, within that variation, we accept certain, certain truths or certain ways of doing things. Yes. And often choosing without choosing, you know, just because it's convenient, or, you know, there's probably a couple of parameters that decide something even though we don't, or our algorithms that decide something without us really controlling it. And, yeah, and I find this fascinating that we, we you know, what, what reality we choose. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's a bit related to, yeah, to your fascination to the control structures. That's why I thought I brought it up, but uh, yeah. So let's go back to the control, control structures uh, we yes. were studying about talking about. <clears throat> I was just thinking, sorry, I was just uh, um, thinking about this uh, term which define um, which define architecture, which is, uh, uh, what is called that? Uh, um, Um, vernacular architecture. I was thinking mm. about this. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to find the right term. Yeah. No, it's interesting with the architecture because we often build architecture to find out uh, how our behaviors is changed instead of that we build architecture that helps our behavior or, or, to change or or improves or you know yeah, there's some dissonance there I think with with our reality. Yes, it's for sure, especially when architecture uh, actually is not architecture. Because I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> when when it when uh, when architecture is just, uh, I mean, when building it's just um, um, a matter of uh, economical choice. Mm -hmm. You you would not uh, really build uh, something which uh, which is uh, so as human as well, it could be. That depends on how you how you define your economy. Because if you if you would really do it economically, mm. you would make the best building there is, mm. both health wise, uh, mm. uh, inspirational wise, spiritual wise, uh, practical wise. Uh, yeah, because that in the long run benefits everyone. So it's a short short term kind of shortcut thing. That's, but it, that's the, very interesting. I, I was thinking about a practical thing, also kind yeah. of how you arrange your studio, for example. You make choices. You say, okay, I need a bench. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then without question if you know why do you need a bench of course to work on it, it's practical mm. so you don't have it on the floor but but often we don't go f deeper than that and ask ourselves yeah but does it need to be comfortable does it you know what you know what are the old alternatives mm. you know, mm. maybe you have to hang in the ceiling you know, upside down to do mm. your best work who knows yeah, you're, uh, that's and, right but uh, yeah sometimes choices are also not so well, conscious, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this atelier, I'm, I mean, I'm well here, but um, 
have uh, built up another atelier which was uh, much better before. Mm. And there I had also etching room and uh, printmaking. Uh, yeah, press. And and, yeah. So this bench. It's, it's a beautiful actually, bench, by the way. <laughs> it's actually, <laughs> the material is actually reuse. It was a big um, um, box which, yeah. uh, where I was transporting artwork, uh, which was three meter and yeah. uh, from Switzerland. And then I decided to use the, the material to, to build up the, the bench. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, yeah. It's actually larger, the bench. There was no, no places yeah. to, 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 put, to put up this. <coughs> now, what, what I wanted to point out is, is, is not if a bench is good or bad, because that's, that's irrelevant, but uh, uh, that you make these choices for these, these intrusions in to your, into your system quite randomly often and quite you, you, know, you make that choice and then that choice is there yes you know and uh, 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 while while reality changes all the time or while your, while your position within reality changes all the time and, and uh, you know, until it changes enough and then you know you change your environment as well but uh, I think I think this slowness or this abruptness of choice and this slowness of movement I think is very fascinating yeah, yeah it is it is I think it's a uh, from my side, I think it's a kind of resistance. Mm. Um, I think I'm, yes, if there is something which probably defines me, is uh, the resistance towards a kind of a system. And this is something I've had since I was a child. Uh, mm. That means that I've never, uh, yeah, I've never uh, taken for a given a, a, a structure. Yeah. It's something. Yeah, no, the same with me. But that's maybe kind of the people who choose art. They often that's have a, that's they true. often have a, a version against. But even the art world is very standardized. Yeah. I at least I I'm not so sure how it. Is. I guess it's also here in Norway, but uh, I'm not so present. But I remember when I was in Switzerland for uh, three and a half years, and I was quite uh, active. And, yeah. Um, it's very often like this that the artists uh, tend to, to think on the same way around topics which probably doesn't have uh, directly to do with art. Or yeah. I mean, I, I, we, we do the same things, we are... Uh, yeah, you kind of position yourself a bit on the left, you position yourself on, on a certain... Yes, but at the same uh, time then when you, you, you do things which are not so consequent, you know, yeah, because yeah. You, you position on the left, but then probably... But you do, you, yeah, you, <laughs> you sell to the right and you, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'm always. I think I always like it. Maybe also because of the choice I've done. I mean, for me it has been as important as the choice I've made in art. I uh, also the choice I've done in how I eat and how mm. I uh, how I consume and mm -hmm. uh, how I am in uh, relation to with the uh, with the other. Uh, um, part of the creation, mm -hmm. yeah? mm -hmm. so if I could say it like this. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, I find, uh, like, I haven't really decided what to think about it, because, you know, as an artist, it's kind of a wasteful profession. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and, and I really do believe in, in using your resources to the max and as, as properly as possible, but that's because I really, really love resources. And it's not because of the ecological parts. Although these things are important and they're a nice benefit, yes. but they're not, not uh, 
course with me at least but uh, but it's yeah so since it's such a wasteful profession in a way and but also not in a way because it it, it, well, it sparks yeah. it sparks and it inspires like the rest of society to kind of develop and to to yeah to creatively figure out what it means to be a human and, and so it, it's it's this weird position you know because mm. you can't yeah you can't really be in as a human you can be ecologically conscious and and uh, uh, towards your eating habits your consuming habits but as an artist there's a part that needs to be so ruthless it's yeah, true. to be it's to true be able because to you use material and that's uh, yeah. something I'm not so, so always consequent but that's true if you should think uh, uh, you're, you're right because in the yeah. end that you know, the, the purer and stronger the idea is that comes, or the, the, the experience that is that comes out of the art, mm. uh, will also determine the resonance and, mm. and, and thus also the impact, and positive or negative. Mm. I mean, that's hard to say, but yes. hopefully positive, but you, you never know. But, and, and you can't water that down because of, uh, yeah, the, the art has to decide that. I mm. believe at least. Yes, and you can't constrict in a way. I mean, mm. can't have a, like a kind of uh, politics from the um, yeah. Because this, uh, yeah, construction yeah. of a, a, a prior. Because uh, yeah. but e and even then you do it in a way because we're not using nuclear waste to make art. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's it's too tricky to handle and conceptually yeah. it's maybe very strong but also very kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe too simple. But uh, yeah, no. But it's 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 interesting, you know. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, this, this it's tension. very interesting. I mean, uh, yeah. Also, I mean, this tension is also present, like in if you think about uh, sound, for instance. I mean, uh, they their avant-gardistic uh, um, research mm. um, is helping in many fields, mm. and that's wonderful. And they are really like, I mean, they're. It's the place where everything is possible. They have a workshop which is amazing. Mm. It's, it's yeah, we love to see it. Yeah. But 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 at the same time, then they there are a lot of uh, controversial thing. I mean, there you. Well, they have maybe the power to off us all, you know, by by making a, a like a mistake. You know, yeah, by colliding they, two particles who are not friends. No, probably not. But I am thinking mostly about the the progressive way of thinking because they yeah. they. Um, they always think about progression, so things have to be bigger, ma machine has to be more powerful, yeah. and that means also, for instance, that they uh, will use more helium, because helium is a, a part of, uh, of the big they uh, use more collider, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there you already use enormously large amount of the helium, which is in the world. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. and, uh, That's interesting, because a lot uh, yeah. of people are, are inhaling helium now on the street, yeah, yeah, you're selling helium on the street in these small capsules, and they kind of get a small oh, high from it. I've never seen it. It's it's been the big summer hit. Okay. It's super annoying, but it's what? Because there's no drugs in the street because of Corona. I think. Ah, I didn't know. So that's they looking so for cheaper, quicker highs. Yeah. Okay. So, huh. uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, I didn't know about this. So they have to go to CERN <laughs> to get the biggest high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. No, but it's uh, so yeah, of course. They're kind of uh, yeah. I mean, 
that that's probably why also I've been insisting so uh, yeah so much about uh, well my way of working is always this uh, going uh, forward and back in the if you can call it for a, 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 a line uh, t a time uh, yeah timeline timeline sorry. yeah <clears throat> but um, uh, with Sarna I was I mean at first the first thing which brought me there it was a image I was using in a project which is called uh, from the 2011 which is called along the axis of the mind yeah and I was finding a picture which I was using uh, which is this one which is yeah. kind of uh, uh, can we have a small break I just have to yes, switch the batteries because yes. this one is all right and I'll just have to stitch this uh, together one uh... yeah because we were talking about the yeah, you were, were yes, showing me the, a picture. What was the, it was taking me to say. Could, could you describe that picture for yes, people? I, I will describe the... I mean, the project is a project made of uh, 21 images, mm -hmm. which hung in couples on a wall, um, with the exception of a composition formed by three adjacent images. So they're m m all couples of pictures yeah. of, with different sizes. And uh, the, the one I am talking about, it's a couple of uh, uh, pictures where you have a, uh, on the one side you have uh, two horses which are um, um, turning around a mill. Yeah. Uh, so there is this, uh, and you have four. Um, bra bra Wells. Yeah, four wells. And um, so there is this uh, this um, kind of uh, contact between the, the, uh, the yeah there is the line between the subterranean and the subterranean yeah. you know the division between the, the other and, and then there is this circle also and this uh, going around like which is similar to the circle in uh, of the ring in Tsar yeah of the, this ring of 80 so that I was thinking about this when I was putting them together and then on the other side you have a one are of these drawings are these collages are and these? this is a kind of collage it yeah. took me a long time I was calling several physicists I knew at that time it yeah. was in I mean this project is from 2011 yeah um because when I was living in Firenze, I was in contact with a family, which was kind of my my family. Yeah. And uh, the um, husband of uh, this uh, woman, which was called, uh, uh, is called uh, Roberto Casaboni, is a physicist with, physicist which has been working at CERN. So I was going yeah. to eat at their place quite, uh, yeah, yeah, quite often. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I was calling him and I was asking, but he couldn't answer me so well. And then I, he gave me other names. And then at the end, he said, But you should take contact with Sarah. So I did. Yeah. And then from there, there was enthusiasm from both sides to yeah. collaborate. And so I was uh, starting a project. In, yeah. in, uh, started to go there the first time in 2013. And I was lucky because at that time uh, uh, they were switching off. Uh, all uh, systems, so yeah. you could see part of CERN which is not visible to normally yeah, yeah. because of this magnetic field yeah. which is making possible to go inside. Yeah. inside yeah. 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 Uh -huh. But oh. these images are old image which doesn't have with this with the um, um, what, what was what was the uh, what's the title of the whole project? Uh, along the axis of the mind. Along the axis of the mind. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
this the image doesn't have with the collider which is built up today. Yeah. Uh, this is a it has to do with the old uh, technology which is called. Uh, um, and and all these series they are related to the CERN project. This in this project. Uh, what what do you mean? Um, the, the the duos here are yeah. all all related Part to of the CERN. The yeah, so, yes yeah. yes they are, but they have different uh, issues in them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. often choosing a different. So you used yeah, how many works in total? Twelve. Uh, there were uh, twenty one uh, pictures uh, hang up in couples. Yes, they yeah. were uh, twelve. Let me see, two, four, three. yeah, twelve. Twelve. So uh, and no less than twelve. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> have to count them. just to have like a yeah, global view of, of uh, the number. Could I have some work? Yeah, but um, or should I? Uh, yeah, the, what I wanted to say is that um, this feature had to to do with a technology which is older, which is called the emulsion uh, package. Yeah. So it's uh, I mean the result is analogic. Even though in talking with the physicists that CERN uh, along these years, I understood that even the collider now, even though I mean the, the result is um, digital, a good, a very good part of all the detectors yeah. and everything is uh, is analogic. I mean everything I is, has to do with uh, with the electrical impulse and um, with energy. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, I can. Um, I can maybe. Um, what was fascinating can, me for me? I mean, yeah. this is a long talk. Just to say that it was a really fascinating picture because it's, it's they have been uh, taking pictures or uh, not taking pictures, but uh, detecting the the movement of uh, um, antimatter. This was the first picture, one of oh, the first pictures which uh, was detecting antimatter. So the the, yeah. the fact that I mean, it almost looks like a map, like it's a rectangular piece with with. Uh, yeah, these small strips with like a black dotted thing and then some in like some kind of uh, you know when you draw like this current interruption kind of diagram language yes i'm just trying to explain it for people who yes, don't see the picture good, yeah. and uh, and so so this was one of the f this was the first picture to to uh Which has to do deal with antimatter or, yeah. yeah wow one of the words i mean it yeah. was because uh, but uh, the way you assembled it was this picture word as these these kind of strips, or was it the whole image as as it is here? It is. Uh, this is the original. The only thing I did, I, I took away the the letters. Yeah. Which was disturbing yeah. me, and then I was of course working oh, wow. when I enlarge a picture. I always work. Yeah, because I imagined that you kind of um, assembled this in this beautiful kind of pattern or map almost, but this was kind of the original. It was. Yeah. Wow. It, so it, beautiful. It's beautiful because it, it has center and then it, um, there is this uh, various, I mean, it, it could remind also a growing of a, a structural growing of a um, flower of, of, a, mm. of a leaves or something like this is something very natural and <clears throat> that's the way matter, um, how do you say, um, the subatomical uh, part of matter uh, react after a collision, so yeah. how, how, how it moves. Mm. So this is, is uh, something uh, which is invisible to... To the, yeah, to the human mm. eye or to the... Uh, but, um, hmm. it's, it's a kind of star also. It's, it could be like this yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's comet. A, yeah. it's, it looks like a comet because you have this uh, 
um, star uh, like uh, shape, and then you have a kind of you have uh, the tail, and you have, and, and you have some uh, shoot offs, yeah. And you, you can feel like, that what is, I mean, in looking every in, in looking along to this picture, you can feel that this is kind of very slowly movement. The, mm. But actually, it isn't. But it looks like something which is moving very yeah. slowly from the center. Yeah. It doesn't look like a projectile. Like a, no, it doesn't look like an explosion. <laughs> or nothing. But it is yeah, an expo yeah. actual explosion. Yeah. That's also interesting. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. So, so my, um, this is one technology I've been interested in. The other one, which I really insist a lot, it's uh, the technology called bubble chamber. Bubble chamber. A bubble chamber. Sorry. And that's another technology which was used in the 60s in uh, all... That's um, such a cool name. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is. It's a B-A-B-B-E-L? Like bubble. Bubble. Oh, bubble. Bubble uh, chamber. Yeah. So I thought bubble chamber. Ah, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> bubble chamber. <laughs> oh, bubble chamber, yeah. That's also a cool name, right there. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And that was used in the 60s? It was used in the 60s and it was given a picture which were uh, taken with an analogical cameras. Yeah. So here again we have a, I mean, we have something uh, invisible which get visible because of course it's not possible to see uh, no. No. any particles of this that size. Mm. But uh, the fact that these uh, particles were um, um, moving uh, through uh, as um, superheated uh, uh, gas, mm -hmm. the, um, which was compressed, uh, made it possible to see the bubbles which these uh, particles were creating. Oh, making, yeah. And uh, this, wow. uh, yeah, so the, the, uh, the pictures are wonderful and they're really yeah. beautiful. I'll, I'll look at that bubble, bubble chamber. Yes. Yeah, that sounds, yeah. yeah. So this is one of the topic I've been uh, and use a picture I've been using for a while, but I still uh, haven't. I mean, I've done some some artwork, but not directly using this. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a result of the yeah. project I'm working now. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah, that's really good. But to come, just one thing I wanted to say, just to come back to the fact of um, because it's a very it's a very complicated thema, so it. It risks to get, I mean, with my words, which are very spontaneous, it risks to be simplified in a way. When I was talking about uh, um, the fact, uh, the, the, con the control uh, in, in the structure of, um, mm. uh, which, mm. which, I mean, physicists make when they, when they use the standard model, uh, that's a very simplified version of what physics is. And uh, of yeah. course, it's. It's fascinating. This also this. Um, um, I mean, this the fact that they are exploring chaos, the completely chaos. Yeah. So that's that's incredibly fascinating. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's looking at nothing. You know, it's also how can you look at nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Can you observe nothing? And and I, I'm always very fascinated how to what yeah what kind of structures to build around it to see around the corner. You know what you said also with the bubble camera okay so you can't see the particle but you can see the bubbles if you can make the space so bubbles appear it's it, i mean somebody has to has to come up with that yeah they really yeah they're, they're incredible because uh, you have this uh, idea and then uh, 
it's it's very similar. That's probably why I got also so fascinated when I came there. Mm. And, uh, one thing I was it was that I was lucky, but I don't think I am lucky. I mean, I, people there are extremely generous and extremely mm. visionary and. Uh, mm. So I was encountering uh, some physicists there and we were going to eat together and then they wanted to look at what I have been doing and then they were suggesting some some reading and yeah. I, I, on the end it's very, I mean, it, I felt very ignorant at that time, I didn't know and even now, I, I didn't know quite anything about, uh, no, no. <laughs> I just, uh, I was so fascinated by this picture and I was but it, really... That's just a nice thing as an artist too, we don't have to know any. I, all of this, we we yeah, we have to understand enough to be engaged or to to see it from from our side. You know? That so, is, yeah. and I think that if I mean, probably the fact that we, I mean, I, and this was a discussion we had together. I mean, the, the fact that you come from another field and uh, mm. the, you can quest some of the. Yeah. Mm. You can ask the dumbest questions. You can, you can. And they also yeah. do with you, with your art, mm. of course, uh, uh, so that actually you challenge mm. each other, and mm. uh, so that's very interesting. Yeah. No, uh, even though I mean I couldn't, I remember I was talking to what's his name? Sorry, I have to find his name. John Ellis, I think it's called. Mm. It's just very, very well-known <laughs> physicist that son. Um, there it was uh, at the beginning a bit difficult to to, <laughs> to follow what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, what he said uh, because uh, so it's not always. Uh, but at one point, something John Ellis is. Yeah. So it it's also it's not just about uh, knowledge; it's about uh, personal. Uh, yeah, communication. Of course, yeah, 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 for sure. Of yeah. course. Yeah, and and you can be a brilliant person and not be able to communicate, and you can be. Uh, or not open that yeah. you, yeah. We have all varieties there too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not this this randomness of these things is. Uh, yeah, and and you you kind of engage with that ran randomness, and then you what you said you start trimming, right? And and how do you trim? What what are your what are your uh, let's let's say rules? I must say I am always. I mean, there is part of my process which is very uh, hard for me, mm. but I always have to go through it. Mm. It's the fact that I, I'm seeking for. I mean, I'm seeking for something, and I, I don't see it. And that's probably the the, the, the sim a similar way every artist w uh, would describe it. Proceeding, but but um, yeah, it's it's very. I mean, it's very difficult to come to the because I have probably. I know how I want to work with the picture, but I still don't know exactly. why I'm really critically uh, um, mm. cho you, you choosing the element even. because they have to re yeah. resonate together. So it's uh, it's often a way of waving weaving sorry together. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's not very, um, in a way which created really a lot of tension. Yeah. This tension, I feel it inside. Yeah. Uh, the, and I, yeah, I could see, surely uh, work in another way, but I, I have to do it it's like this. It's the way it <laughs> so, is. And that's, yeah. that's, that's probably with control yeah. also, I, yeah. I can admit. But, um, mm, yeah, I mean a lot of these processes. It has to do with the compli com 
complexe cosmos of images which I have in the beginning and the cosmos of um, I'm just wondering because I mean, a lot of these processes go very intuitive and very you know, you, you know they're right or you know they're not right but some of these I mean nonetheless there's maybe some uh, I call them rules but you know it's the wrong word it's or uh, frameworks or, or, or tricks or yeah. things you apply to to eradicate certain parts but then it's maybe impossible to answer uh, well, I guess it, it at, at one point it happens by itself when I decide, mm. when I take some choice. Mm. I decide, uh, I just see that this, at one point that I have to do this. Uh, this needs to be done that <laughs> way. Yeah. And, then, and then the other the other ideas or other elements get weaker. Mm. Some of them get weaker in in the panorama, and yeah. at that point, I, I understand that they were not necessary. But yeah. still, they were building something. Yeah, that they were 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 vibrating part of the around. Yeah. yeah, they were, but but this. Um, mm. Now, I mean, they also yeah. why I kind of dig a bit into is we talked about earlier about the randomness of choice or the random randomness of of life in a certain way and. And I still don't know if it's random. <laughs> it's a quest. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 can also, it can also be both. It can be random and it can be organized. Mm. You know, it can be chaos and, and order at the same time. You know, and, but um, you know, regarding the art practice to... You know, what you formulated before, so the, you know, this process of discovery, of not knowing where you want to go until you know that you're there. You know, it's, I, that sounds very familiar to me. You know, yeah. that's, I think that's a lot of a lot of creative people work like that because we're mm. not we're not working towards uh, end result, mm. and we're trying to uncover something. Mm. Or, or um, but I, uh, you know, my question there is is you know how much as an artist are we in control or are we just a vessel for these ideas to flow through? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know because it depends. Uh, probably um, it depends. It's 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 also related to the resistance you have uh, towards uh, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, how much you quest the choice you you do mm -hmm. probably and uh, um, yeah, I guess it's it's there is. Mm -hmm. But that's also the thing because if you do intuitive choices you can you know go after your gut or your feelings or, or these kind of things which is in a way easier than if you go after your rational choices you know if you, yeah. you, know, if you yes. kind of really question your things and dig because you can keep on digging endlessly you know until the the tiniest particle literally right yeah, yeah. and how choices are made how you know, what choices are valid and and because uh, then you're also in this idea okay you're in this idea of intention, and as soon as you have intention, you expect or wish for a certain outcome. Mm -hmm. and, and as soon as you wish or expect a certain outcome, uh, you end up illustrating much more. Mm. You know, not so much creating, but illustrating kind of this. The you know, creation is in in this framework, and then yeah, yeah. 
the, the work is the illustration of this framework. Yes. And uh, um, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just a different thing. And uh, so I'm, I'm just trying to formulate something around there. I do a crappy job, but uh, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not, uh... But I think I, I think it's super fascinating, and that's why why I'm asking a bit. And so I don't expect any answers actually, because that's it's super hard and complicated. And, yeah. But sometimes there are like these certain things. Ah, you know. Then I'm in this. You recognize where you are in your process, and you say, "Okay, now I just have to step back, or now I just have to start brutally cutting, yeah. just to see what hurts." Yeah. yeah or, or, yeah, yeah. So I was just wondering if you had formalized certain of these techniques for yourself, or certain of these yeah, kind of. Yeah, of uh, course. I mean, um, but I accepted. I, I mean, I, I, have, I think I have a vision, of course. <clears throat> I mean, it's like... Uh, I think it's... The, I think it's probably the easiest uh, way of, of taking choices when you have a... For me, at least, is when you, when you have a... You know I have a room where you have to... Yeah, you have a context, you have a, a context, space. And then it's uh, easier to, uh, to, to make choices and, uh, because mm. you have probably too many ideas and yeah, you have an outside limitation yeah and then you have to, yeah. to, to go through the ideas and, uh, yeah. and but still I, I mean I'm working with very concrete uh, project now yeah so in a way I have one project which is very uh, structured and uh, yeah. and I'm following it but it of course uh, um, raise uh, uh, difficulties, technical uh, difficulties and, and the aesthetic difficulties yeah. because uh, I'm all the time uh, wondering uh, uh, if uh, I should change something but still um, all the time I, I come to the answer. No, yeah, and then you also have the consequences of change. And then there are some, yeah, some technical uh, issues which uh, make me think that probably could also be something else but still be what I described. Yeah. Um, yeah. Conceptually, and yeah. uh, so this is a part which is very clear for me. Yeah. And then I have another part which is also clear in a way, but which is the opposite in a way because yeah. there is no, um, there is very little control, and that's a way of working which I haven't uh, uh, encountered before. Yeah. Um, or not in this way, at least. I've always had a. a Part or uh, I mean, the drawing as this very uh, mag or, yeah. magma yeah. 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 way of working, but but uh, this time it's really different, and I think it has to do very much also with the, without wanting and without choosing it. it I just it was an um, impulsive way of working. Yeah. It has to do with the thematic I cho choose also, yeah. Um, yeah. and that's more related to a more like kind of uh, I would call it a, um, alchemical way of working yeah. where, where I see alchemy as a kind of a transformational process yeah. yes and where you don't really I mean there is something which is happening uh, in, the, in the process mm. which you don't uh, you can't expect to, to foresee before yeah. and, and in this uh, other way of working the, the I have um, described it in a, with a term which I just uh, yeah found myself which uh, it's a kind of reciprocal imprint mm. 
yeah. so in, the, in matter and it's also reciprocal in print uh, in the process in a way yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so in a way I know I'm working there but then there is all the um, I mean everything which is going through my head and not just my head or my body and mm -hmm. all these thoughts and all these uh, reflections and I still, I'm sure I still like, I, I could give you an example with an, a previous exhibition. I, I lack, I lack I, elements to build up uh, something similar to what is going on in, yeah. inside me. So, um, yeah, so you're looking for, for structural parts which could yeah, kind of reflect I, I can more. give you an example with this project which I, I can show you here and I can try to describe also for... Uh, uh, it was an exhibition I had in a museum in Switzerland, Museo uh, d'Arte in Lugano, mm. and it was in 2014. And it, the exhibition was called uh, Divis Division Leads to Multiplication. Mm -hmm. And uh, the title I gave to the exhibition was coming from one artwork which I made in uh, 2011. Uh, which was the only artwork, all the artwork which I was exhibiting in this exhibition, all the other work where I knew. Mm -hmm. And it was this, uh, uh, it's, uh, I can try to describe it. It's this sculpture made of... Uh, the inside out shoes. Yeah, it, it's, it's a pair of uh, rubber boots which I have been cutting and turning. Yeah. So that... Um, uh, yeah, I could turning inside out, and mm -hmm. uh, so that uh, instead of uh, seeing um, two uh, two pair, oh, sorry, you you could uh, you could see three three actually, mm. uh, three 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 spaces. Yeah, you have the the in between the space. You have the yeah, inside the and the outside. Yes. Uh, yeah. But uh, to explain how I work. Um, I mean for this exhibition I, it was, for me probably it was the, yeah, because it was, uh, uh, I mean it was a big area, it was 250 square meter yeah. and uh, many rooms uh, so I just uh, started from um, two series of pictures yeah. which I found it after a long time of uh, uh, collecting uh, archival material from different library. At one point, mm. I, I won in one day I found the two series which I wanted to use for the exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> this was a starter point. Yeah. Um, but so you reuse images uh, you find and then you make uh, prints out of them and then work on them again. Mm, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I call it like a re-elaboration of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, some of them it's very um, drastic re-elaboration and some are more yeah, or not drastic, I will not call but uh, more uh, bad. In ICA, yeah. yeah. But oh. then uh, at the end of this, uh, I mean, there was one word to artwork, uh, two actually, which I made at all the uh, this last month, which for me, I, I, in a way to uh, resume all the, the, the process I've done, mm -hmm. And uh, one was uh, this. Uh, this sun sculpture, I call it. <laughs> yeah, it's an installation which I called Reazione. I gave the title in Italian because um, in English it wouldn't. Uh, Translate. No, no it's not right. 
and uh, it has to do with a kind of reazione in Italian it means also uh, it probably is the same in English as a reaction but there's also a kind of communication you have uh, yeah. like, something yeah, yeah, which is happening and yeah, then, uh, then it, uh, resonance or something closer to that or not but uh, yeah I know what you mean yeah, yeah there's the, it, it is it's reaction in English too but it doesn't have the depth no, or the layer yeah. of yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I mean I was thinking because the, the beginning of this uh, exhibition division leads to multiplication were two series of image mm -hmm. which has to do with uh, both with time uh, and also with um, division of matter mm -hmm. so uh, mm -hmm. and so in, I think in this uh, in this uh, sculpture I was thinking about the fact that, um, or I just got the idea and then I was thinking about the fact that there is a starting point also in the universe and then there is a um, expansion expansion yeah. and so I was using this uh, shape which is a conical shape and mm -hmm. using beam of metal to construct a kind of. The departure point. Compression. Right? And then there was a compression of light because of yeah. I was thinking also of eclipses and uh, mm. yeah. Yeah, that's what I call it's a bit some, difficult to describe this sculpture without sculpture. Uh, looking yeah. at it. Yeah, and I'll put the website on the, the podcast so people can check it out there. Yeah, the the interesting and almost I, I find it very hard to kind of figure out this process or how to how to talk about it. I think it's super interesting, you know, how, how we create our processes as well as artists. And, uh, and, but it's also a very tricky subject to talk about, I feel. And because there happens so much more, what you described in the start, when you draw and you, you get into this mind space or in this zone or almost in this meditative state, there's so much more information there which don't, doesn't translate to words or, or to, to uh, yeah, or concepts that well. Absolutely. And I mean that's one of the reasons we're artists and not kind of scientists because <laughs> we 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 like that mystery or we we you know we, we drag our inspiration from that mystery but yeah I still I'm I'm still curious kind of in 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 what way can you formalize it or in what way you can yeah talk about it yeah. I don't know I, I, there was a sentence which I I mean I. This is a uh, writer which have been uh, has been really describing, or I mean, I love uh, this this writer. It's uh, Jorge Luis uh, Burgess. Mm, Luis, yeah, Luis, yeah, this uh, Spanish. No, uh, as, uh, no, he's he's Italian, right? Chilean, yeah. Chilean, Chilean. Chilean. I think, yeah. if I'm not wrong, but. Um, uh, he has this uh, way of, I mean, when I was working with the uh, Imaginant Fachon Saltus, uh, this work from 2008, which was, uh, you have this outbranching uh, shape. Yeah. I didn't know uh, Borges. No. <laughs> but then uh, the, uh, the curator which was writing uh, the text was uh, mentioning him. Yeah. So I started to read it, it was really wonderful for me. And uh, in his way of, um, of this, I mean, he, he was blind. Yeah. He was blind. That's the first thing to say. At least he was getting blind um, at, the, at the one uh, very early in his, uh, his life, yeah. life. And I think 
this blindness in a way uh, gave him another way of 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 uh, seeing the, or yeah, yeah, experiencing. Absolutely, he had he had a, he was an architect uh, in his mind mm. in a way. He was building up spaces, and when you read, you see these spaces. You mm. you you. And there are spaces which are not uh, possible to build mm. because they are. I mean, he is fractionating them, and it, it's fractionating time. It's fractionating them in, in space, and it's absolutely incredibly fascinating. Mm. Uh, so the fact that you don't uh, limit the space yeah. and don't limit uh, the connection between time is probably describing my way of working also. Mm. That's, mm. uh, yeah. And then there is a sentence which I was uh, using for uh, with another uh, writing, which is an ethnologue, which is called Claude Levi Strauss, which I really um, is a great mm. <laughs> writer. In this book, The Raw and the Cooked, it was uh, saying something which I've always felt very near my, my way of working. It was saying, teams can be split up ad infinitum. Mm -hmm. And that's the way of sectionating and creating order, isn't mm -hmm. it? And it's like in a library, and uh, it's like this uh, infinite library of Jorge uh, Luis Borges. You have this uh, infinitum space, it? and the, the human being needs needs sectionate, to sectionate. Yeah. So teams can be split up ad infinitum. Just when you think you have disentangled and separated them, you realize that they are knit knitting together again in response to the operation of unexpected affinities. Mm, nice. uh, I, I found it very nice. Yeah, it's super nice. Mm. Yeah. And this is also, uh, now what, what, yeah, that question of how we kind of create a reality is also why do we become creators or artists or, or what is that drive behind there? What is the necessity? And it's it's so evaporative. Yeah. <laughs> that's a word and then I said yeah. I guess it's different from, don't you think yeah. very often from person to person yeah yeah but and uh, <clears throat> not only from person to person but also from time to time you know? that's uh, absolutely and so yeah. it's 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 shifty as you know as everything but but uh, this choice to to be a conscious creator or, or something is a I've, I feel quite a drastic one and and so that needs to be like a, a deeper inner motivation in place and yeah. and that's fascinating what that is or, or yeah yeah and, and which is almost impossible to describe but it's uh, yeah. well i don't think so but uh well, uh, but it's probably difficult I, to describe in a way which which is uh which is um yeah. right or, yeah, or which, yeah, is, yeah, uh, which is true or which I mean it's yeah. like to describe uh, things which are invisible it's yeah, very difficult you, to describe for instance, uh, relation mm. with, uh, with with spirituality without mm. making it uh, very superficial, yeah. uh, but it's possible. I think actually, I I would I am mm. supporting very much the, a dialogue around, uh, mm. but not in a in a cliche way. Yeah, I would that's, say. Very <laughs> that's very But did you did you have like? A moment where you understood you want to be an artist, or did you just slide into it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, then I don't recognize the moment because probably I don't have the memory clear. But yeah. but uh, it was clear for me <clears throat> that 
I, I mean, I was quite silent and uh, uh, I have, yeah, I, have, I guess everybody who is working very sensitive and uh, I was very, first of all, I was extremely, um, what do you say? Um, In introvert? No, no, um, no. no. Um, appealed by by literature, so yeah. literature was the first uh, step into, into the art for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so that uh, I was really big reader, and uh, and I I mean each word for me was was awaking an enormous. I, I was reading very much in a kind of sim symbolical way, so each yeah. word was especially poems and like this that were really Thanks. awaking so much in me. And then um, we, in Switzerland we have philosophy in the school, yeah. so that was also this too uh, was my first passion in a way. But it mm. was I mean before this before philosophy it was art because I I think if I was in I started in secondary school. Yeah. I asked to my parents if I could go to a what is called a, art class or yeah art class in the evening because I yeah. there was there were no. It wasn't um, what it was called the uh, artistic gymnasium yeah. in at, in my place. Yeah. So there was. So then I chose to go to a literature gym, gym, gymnasium. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, instead for this, I was going to art classes in the evening, yeah. and I was very lucky. I had a very, very very nice uh, artist which was teaching me. She was uh, really. I was young. Mm. I was. Uh, she was so sensitive and so nice. She. She had a daughter, which had a Down uh, syndrome. syndrome, which was an artist, well-known yeah. artist, yeah. and she has a sensitivity which was incredible. Yeah. Uh, so um, the encounter with her, I mean, I, I started very early also to work as a free willy, how do you say? Yeah, like a volunteer. A volunteer yeah. with uh, people with handicap. Yeah. So this was one other thing I did, and yeah. uh, I think uh, we had a lot to do together. So and uh, she was really intelligent, and uh, um, I remember once just we were talking about um, there was a picture uh, from Bruegel, which I yeah. love, incredible one, the one which uh, with blind people which are following uh, in a queue. Have you seen it? I probably have seen it, but yeah. I can't. I can't recall it. It was nice, yeah. But that was just the starting point, and then I've always doubted. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I have uh, continued. <laughs> yes, but that, that also sounds very familiar. Yeah. Uh, no, but I wonder. I wonder, yes, because sometimes there is this. Uh, for myself, I don't know if there's a like. A, I had a couple of these moments. I think my entrance was, although I read a lot. I think music in the end did for me that I figured oh wow I can do this myself too because mm -hmm. I've never been like a big drawer I drew and like I made stuff and drew always but not not like obsessively or not kind mm -hmm. of uh, yeah, intentionally or, or but uh, so but at some point I was choosing between economics and Oi. and that's art interesting. that's interesting and, <laughs> Both had to do with like this pretension to change the world, and I thought art was more interesting because it was more open-ended or was more. Yeah, you could, you could 
do something new all the time. Mm -hmm. I thought, and I find out it's just uh, <laughs> just another factory <laughs> in the end. But uh, you think so? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it depends. It depends how you related it. But, mm -hmm. uh, now it's interesting because I had these ideas back then. Also, the one reason why I didn't go into music was because I thought, oh. If you're a musician, you have to play the same song over and over again. <laughs> and I thought, as an artist, you can, you know, you don't. But in the end, you actually do play the same song over and over again. You, you do, just, okay. Yeah. I, I, I do feel that, and and but I learned to appreciate that through art, mm. where you see, ah, you know, these the richness of the subtleties and the, you know the fragmentation, mm. and uh, uh, is actually. Um, you know, and that same reward is in music when you play your same song because it's still new every time. But, but you, yeah, you have to be. Yeah. I, I probably wasn't mature it's enough. It's interesting. I'm talking this. about this because I was actually looking at a, a video of uh, Helen Grimaud, which is a pianist yeah. which I liked very much. Uh, engaged also with uh, Wolf and. Uh, yeah. And she was giving an example as many musicians does. Uh, about the different way of playing some few notes, mm. and it's 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 an incredible word inside this. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that that's uh, it, 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 is, it has to do with interpretation, yeah. and that, uh, that if you go into the microcosmos of each each uh, notes, you, you can find the, so it's it, that's, it, that's it has to do with insisting also, yeah. isn't? Yeah, that's also where my fascination for prose comes from, because there's something you know like. I recognized even an artist, like it's endless repetition, you have to, you know, sand or you have to kind of put ink on something or you have to, you know, you have the, all these motions which are just labor motions, mm -hmm. you know, to get through to this magic moment or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, to, but to enjoy that richness, you have to be open and you have to explore that richness and you have to kind of, uh, yeah. that's, yeah, it took me a while before that. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you mentioned music also because for me it was also, I have always had this feeling until I was coming to probably over 20 that I, I failed, that I should have uh, chosen uh, chosen piano <laughs> because it was much more colorful in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But then at, the, at one point something was changing when I started working another way. I, I started to inter integrate this uh, Colorfulness yeah. in, uh, that you have in, uh, that's in music. The, that's the trickiness with music, you know, because you have these vibrant impact, interacting impacts of yeah, emotion, yeah. and uh, yeah. And to do that, and I think that's also why I like visual arts better doing myself, uh, is that it's more complex to get to that same richness. But you know, if you do, it's you know, it, it has the same thing. Yes, because that's another. That was kind of another trigger when I. I might have told the story on the podcast before as well, but I often went to the library, just took a stack of books and just browsed through them, like, like you would browse like a blog or something. Mm -hmm. and so I did that back before, almost before the internet. And, and just go through, like let's say I had a Van Gogh book, I went through it in a minute, and then took another book with sculptures, go through it in a minute. And sometimes there was a picture where you just couldn't go through, you know, where you had like a bodily sensation. Mm -hmm. And so this bodily sensation where you, where you experience uh, knowledge, understanding, life on a, you know, in a, in a bodily manner, you know, on a deeper level than just your, your, your yeah. mind, that has been kind of a really big motivation to, 
yeah. way to yeah, it stops it gives to, do, uh, to do the art yeah yeah oh well, that's very nice yeah. so this uh, yeah it's kind of thinking similar of uh, yeah you get in enhance you say you can uh, enhance yeah. enhance yeah. yeah so it gives up yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. important yeah the, at the, the, end. the whole the whole part of art i think yeah. what we talked earlier about this this uh, uh, you know the resident resonance of art in society you know and inspiring other people to think differently to kind of explore ideas and stuff that actually really gives hope and you know you really notice it now like you know at least i was reflecting in this corona time like oh what, why do i do art and is it you know if if the whole system collapse do i still make art mm -hmm. and and the answer came back to me yes i do because that's the only thing that really gives meaning and gives hope and gives gives kind of uh, yeah yeah, some... I have this example of, uh, what is this, uh, I have to find it, it's this writer from, uh, can I just find the name? Yeah, sure. Um, I just have to find Priska. It's called, but if I am not right, it's a uh, Creole, uh, um, the, the Creole uh, island. Mm -hmm. Is it Creole in, in English? Yeah, it's Creole. Creole, yeah. yeah. I think it's it's called Patrick Chamozu. If I'm not wrong, I hope I am not. Oh no, no, sorry, it's not him. It's Daniel Laferriere. Uh, it's an Haitian uh, writer. Yeah. And uh, when there was this uh, earth, uh, uh, earthquake, yeah, yeah, and uh, it was there, so it was just uh, it was describing that the only thing he wanted to do yeah. was to write. Yeah. That's of course a very romantic way, but it what he wrote it was really very nice, yeah. and uh, and uh, and that explained a bit also this uh, mm. uh, connection between the fear of. Uh, mm -hmm that and the, and the need to to, mm. to create mm. uh, that's are really and the, that's probably also the same uh, um, how do you call um, driving force mm -hmm. which was uh, guiding the um, guiding all uh, uh, society to create yeah. this means of creation because yeah. it was this uh, this enormous fear of not not knowing the unknown yeah, or not it, seeing it's, it's not, I don't think it's, it's just the fear it's also kind of how because uh, all these stories are kind of how do you deal with these fears which 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 structural fears are integrated in our existence and come back and again and again and how do you deal with them how do you how do you experience them how do you go through them how do you counter them how do you yeah. uh, how do you kind of retain that wisdom from from these these uh, you know, fundamental lessons of life. Mm. Yeah, they were, of course. Yeah. But uh, we have to imagine a society which was completely different than nowadays, mm. which was dealing with other feelings 
than the one yeah, we but, were dealing but, with. But they were still dealing with human nature, and, and even though it looks differently now, it was still human nature they were dealing with. Is, and, but and in a much, I mean, I guess the. I guess they were much more uh, exposed and in a way more fragile yeah. and a way stronger because they yeah. they, they, they were probably They had to deal with that fragility and they yeah. and thus be stronger yeah. but were also more perishable because of it. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's interesting also in these times that, that something like, like a virus hits us, mm -hmm. not unexpected because we knew, we knew it was coming at some point and we even saw it coming, we just ignored it. Mm -hmm. yeah. and. And uh, uh, but this kind of un, un, kind of unexpected situation where everything changes, you know, and you don't know, you know, you have the short term change where everybody stayed inside, everybody had the same life for a short period, you know, because yeah. everybody was going in small circles instead of bigger circles. Yes. Yes. And uh, and uh, or loops. Loops is probably better because a circle. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks sounds very good. Because if you go back and forth, I just add this visual idea, if you yeah. go back and forth to your studio, you are on both sides of the road, so you make a, you make like a, a loop, mm, mm. but you don't make a circle. No, we don't, no. Or, or, yeah. Anyways, it's just... <laughs> no, but it's interesting. It's visual idea. And, I mean, the limitation of uh, movement, uh, we all know that we, when we travel something is changing it's, it's, in our it's not mind only the physical, the physical mo mo uh, like stop of motion but also the mental uh, yeah but yeah. It's, it's influencing i mean the, yeah. the i think it's directly connected to the i mean the physical movement uh, influence also our uh, uh, psychical mo uh, mm. even though i think and there are th techniques to 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 win over the mm. fact that we need physical movement i mean um, meditation is one thing. Prayer yeah. is another. Yeah. Is not yep. a technique, but it's a, a, st a state where you can uh, yeah. um, manage to move out of your yeah. limitation without without moving physically. And that's yeah. uh, if you think about uh, persons who, who has been in a jail all the time, Nelson Mandela, for instance, yeah. or uh, others. I mean, they they had a capacity of of uh, of course they have been. Suffering. Yeah. I mean, don't mean that they have been there uh, joyfully, but, yeah, but they 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 haven't caged their minds, so they kind of use their minds to be free. Like yeah, that. and also keep up. Probably yeah. that's the uh, strongest uh, mm. strongest side. Yeah, but this this yeah exactly when this restriction of motion both physically and mentally occurs, you know, uh, you know, then this creative act is extra important to kind of. You know, show that there's new pathways or new or old pathways even. You know? Yeah, Just that, that there's pathways to to take in, under any circumstance. Yeah, that is yeah. actually it, it's uh, in a way increasing uh, for all human beings, increasing the capacity of uh, of uh, looking different differently at uh, mm. solutions and. Uh, yeah. And we'll we'll see what we do with it because we always do many things at the same time. But uh, there's a yeah, because we humans we don't like change that much, and we change often when we're forced to. You know, when you move to a different place, so that's how we can imitate change. But yeah. it's it's very seldom that we manage to change just because we think to try it out. No. Yeah. 
or if there's not like a direct version of motivation. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's also where where maybe some of the flow lies that we kind of are destroying destroying our our kind of reality. Mm -hmm. You know, by by environmental ways, by structural ways, by agrological agri ways and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, and there's something this this conscious act of of steering your perception of your reality. Mm -hmm. It's pretty funky <laughs> and yeah, pretty but tricky, I, but I think there there's some kind of key in there. Yeah, absolutely. I think constriction, as you say, can change uh, very much. But I think there is there hasn't been in, enough to change now now. Because I think that the changement which is needed now is really dramatic and the um, situation is getting uh, easier now so everybody is starting to tr uh, would start to travel again as they did before. And, uh, well, and there's, there's certain structural changes a bit, which will... A bit it would change, yeah. but not enough, I think, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, I, because, yeah, it, it was certainly... I certainly read... Uh, about uh, this uh, article which was uh, regarding the market of alive anim animal in Wuhan and the ter ter terrible treatment uh, occurring in open air and the example of pangolins and uh, the speculation if it uh, could happen and uh, yeah. uh, it's I have most read very little about it. No, yeah. it's most, most probably that, uh, that uh, I mean I have seen uh, several documentaries about already before but again yeah. I look at again at that, that this documentary how they um, yeah treat terribly pangolins and these animals and of course you can think okay it's just an animal it's just, but but it's such a huge market yeah. it's such a huge and that and the fact that is uh, and this fact that it if you if you in a way they context it and I think that it is is a terrible treatment towards another uh, creature mm -hmm. um, this of uh, of course would influence also the uh, the person because this yeah. the person which is treating badly this. Uh, but there's also a and bigger it's structure. And it's about I mean it's about this. Yeah, it's know, about your moral moral codes and your moral kind of. Yeah, but it's also about uh, I mean it's it's also about uh, I I see it in a probably crude. Uh, uh, scientific way it's, it's also forming your nervous system yeah, I mean sure. I, yeah, if yeah, you don't re I yourself, mean yeah. it's the same uh, you don't react in the way which actually we we are sensitive program to, yeah. to, to to react but that's and that's, uh, uh, that's so there's a, the personal structure where you kind of choose it but there's, and there's the bigger structure where where a society is framed you know as any society is framed to kind of control your behavior mm. You know, and and we found out through centuries and centuries. If we don't do it, you know, we kind of go at war and we have more destruction. So, structure in that sense is a healthy way. But sometimes when you have the structure up, and you know, to choose the right structure is the hardest thing, right? Because it can look right on paper, but on the other side, you know, uh, things are collapsing. And that can be. And this is, I think, what we're learning now is that even though something on the other side of the world, we knew it already but we haven't felt it like we felt it now something other on the other side of the world happens we are directly affected by it mm. you know deeply affected by it you know, economically um, uh, uh, spatially 
mm-hmm. mentally, uh, spiritually, all these kind of things. Yeah? So, so this interconnect, I think this globalization has come to a point where we really understand that we're just one species in, in this, in this, on this planet. Yeah. And, and it might be too late or it might be just in time or it might be well in time, you know, we'll find out. But it's uh, to to formulate what system is right or wrong or or it doesn't mean you shouldn't try to improve things. But but there's of course different systems on how to improve. You know, you can improve by doing small tests and then expanding and then adjusting and and uh, 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 but most changes that we do in the society we have is like. There's a problem, uh, we find a solution, implement it, and then we forget about it. But isn't it a problem and isn't it the problem that we try to find solution probably too fast? Yeah, yes, and, and then uh, I think that's not, the, the fastness is not the problem. The problem how, how it this, I mean how the solution get guided. What is guiding the solution? Is the economical aspect, is the mm-hmm. ethical aspect, is the I mean, when it's a mixture of things, then probably prevalent uh, um, driving force which should yeah. drive the, the, the decision is, is not uh, really... It should be a combination of these things, I, w- I would say. Yeah? Yeah. But the, the problem isn't in the, the quick amplification uh, or application of a solution, mm-hmm. it's in the process that comes afterwards, because if you implement a solution, then you need a, a long period of flexibility where you kind of fine-tune the solution. You have to cater to the specific situation, to the speci- specific locality, to the specific time. Yeah. Yeah? And, and in a way that process of flex- tiny adjustments uh, maybe should never end. Mm. You know? So you're in constant... So I instead think I, of am, I am more, I don't know, I'm probably too idealistic, but I, I believe more in drastic changement. And probably a drastic change which are pushed from a from a um, situation which is uh, yeah which is in a way limiting limiting uh, I think uh, yeah I think it's necessary with drastic changing and and that's uh, I, I I completely agree with you and and if you look at history that's also kind of how changes were yeah, made yes. yeah uh, but uh, either by intention or by 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 uh, accident, you know, the, um, but, you know, there's this, um, yeah, we wait till almost last moment, then we make the fixes, and then <laughs> we have the, enough urgency to make the drastic changes, and everybody's on board, and it has to do with human nature, because that we can relate to, but what I'm trying to propose is that it's to have, like, these small incremental changes, where you kind of constantly are balancing these things uh, yeah. might be a better system yeah, you know? totally. yeah. might be a better system to to uh, balance mm. you know, the economical the spiritual the practical the uh, f- uh, the family the nature the the cosmos whatever you know yeah. all these things it's a very stunning way of looking at things I think it's a very nice way of uh, looking at the it's a very difficult way of yeah, absolutely. because it it, it, it requires uh, um, clear Vision. thinking. It, it requires que- uh, a clear dialogue and discussion, and 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 it requires uh, a flexibility. 
Yeah, and we're, we're not really good at any of those, in a way. No. But I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not so idealistic as you. I'm more pragmatic, say, either we make it or we don't. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and either way... But I'm also pragmatic in my idealistic way of, of, of uh, um, kind of leaving my ideal in a way. But mm. uh, of course then it gets sometimes uh, impractical also, but it is a choice. <laughs> if you have, instead yeah. of going to to, to buy food uh, to the nearest shop, you you cross this all the city because because yeah. you believe this. Uh, that that store is a better one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not the store. Yeah, or that yeah, product or that kind of yeah, service or whatever you want. Yeah, and uh, but I I mean the energy you use in this probably is, it's. Uh, yeah, we, we should think how we use energy and uh, and uh, we will give we will be given back. Uh, I mean, this this is what I feel being an artist is about. Is kind of how do you channel energy into into some kind of formulation or some yeah. kind of expression? And, uh, and uh, yeah, so all these conscious choices and unconscious choices are yeah, as you say, relevant too. Mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe we should stop there. Should we stop there? We, we stop don't there? talk anymore hard. Yeah. We're, uh, we're into the big life questions which we don't know nothing about. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I really enjoyed the conversation. The same. I, I'm, I'm not sure if I, as I, said, I told you before the podcast, uh, I'm very fascinated by your work because I, I can't really get my head around it. And... and because there's parts that I don't understand, which I think is super mm -hmm. interesting. And uh, I feel I've got a tiny better view now. You yeah. did. Yeah. So that's nice. Well, thank you. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Thank you to you, Frida. Thank you for... But uh, I'll probably have more questions at some point. Uh, yeah. But uh, thank you for, uh, for being here. It was really nice. Good. Very nice dialogue. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>